Now let's welcome Mike Teal, former Rutgers and NFL quarterback, to 60-minute overtime. He's going to offer his perspective on uh, the Rutgers, Rutgers players being in the Super Bowl, five of them. Uh, we're going to break down a little bit of X's and O's of the Falcons and Patriots offenses. And finally, we'll talk a little bit about Rutgers football, where they're at now. So thanks for joining us, Mike. Uh, thanks for having me. Excited to be here. All right, so now fi- Super Bowl 51 is going to feature the most players from a single school, your alma mater, Rutgers University. So, and actually, there's no scrubs on either team. All the guys are starters. We got Devin McCourty, Mohamed Sanu, Logan Ryan, Duran Harmon, and Jonathan Freeney, who's actually on the IR. But um, I know you played with McCourty. Which of the other guys had you played with at Rutgers? Uh, he's actually the only guy. I okay. missed uh, Mo and then Duran and, and Logan by, uh, by a year, I think. Definitely Mo by a year. I might have missed the two other guys by two years, but... You know, I know them just from the from the Rutgers relationship and, and charity events and all that stuff. They're all great kids. So, what do I mean? I guess what do they each bring to the table? I guess individually to this to the Super Bowl this year. Well, uh, on the Atlanta side, Muhammad. Uh, I mean, he's a he is a legit uh, number one receiver in the NFL, playing as a number two receiver because of Julio Jones. So, I think. Those two guys, whenever you have a, a star receiver like Julio and then you have a guy like Mo on the other side, it makes the job easier for both of them because they're going to take away Julio. Now you have Mo one-on-one, and, and you can't cover him one-on-one. So it, it makes uh, defenses really have to figure out what they want to try to stop you know, in a game plan and, and then play from there. So Mo, I think, is you know, a, a really, really good NFL player. Um, then you have the, the Patriot guys, and you know, Devin's been up there the longest. Lucky for me, I played with Devin um, and, and his twin brother, Jason. But Devin, you know, he's a NFL Pro Bowl-type secondary player. He's played corner. He's played safety. He's, he's, been, he's been playing now for, for seven or eight years, so he's been around and he knows it. Um, you know, and then a couple of years after he got drafted, you know, the two, the two other DBs, um, Duran and and uh, and Logan, those guys have been up there um, now for the last couple of years, really doing a great job for for Coach Belichick. And you know, I think they execute their scheme just as good as anyone in the NFL. Now, have you talked to any of them since winning the AFC NFC championships, or are they in, in Super Bowl planning mode? Uh, they are definitely in Super Bowl planning mode. I sent um, Devin and a text just because I'm closest with those guys yeah. um, you know just to congratulate and wish him luck um, and you know I went back and forth a little bit with Mo Mo and I have become pretty close over the last couple of years so it was exciting to see him you know do as well as he's been doing through the playoffs and, and have a chance to go win a Super Bowl uh, you know on Sunday let's get right into the X's and O's now I'm going to ask you a couple of the matchups that I was looking at now, as a former quarterback, now we're talking with a former Rutgers quarterback, NFL quarterback, Mike Teal, um, who would, I guess, you rather have, Matt Ryan or Tom Brady in such a big spot? I mean, I think that's an unfair question to Matt Ryan because Tom Brady is one of the best to ever play the game. Um, from a strictly player standpoint, I don't know anyone that would pick against Tom Brady, right. even you know New York Jet fans. How can you not? <laughs> take Tom Brady right um, I think when you look at what their teams consist of right now I think the Falcons have more weapons and I think the Falcons are a more complete offense in New England so in that sense I would want Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense but when you look at Matt Ryan versus Tom Brady as two solo pieces if you pick Matt Ryan you're probably crazy 
Now, yeah, I'm actually a Jet fan, and I'm going with Tom Brady, too. But um, now, you were with the Patriots briefly in 2010. Did you get to play alongside Brady at all? I did. My locker was right next to him. I was there for about two months before I got sent to Chicago, and I learned more football from him in, in two months just observing him and watching the way he handled himself than, than I did my entire time in the NFL. So I was I was lucky from that perspective. Wow. What are the kind of things that you did, you took away from a guy like that? Attention to detail, work ethic, uh, leadership. He was the first guy in a building. I used to get there at about 5.30 in the morning, and he'd be finishing up his lift at 5.30 in the morning. Wow. Uh, I'd leave at about 6 o'clock at night, and, and he'd be walking out, if not, not still there when I was walking out. Um, and this is a guy who's been doing it for, for, at that time, 10, 12 years and had won four Super Bowls or however many he's won and, you know, MVPs of the league. So the, the leadership work ethic and, and the way he, he carries himself around the guys was unbelievable. Now, I heard this playing out in, in media all week. Is he the greatest of all time, you think, in your opinion? In my generation, there, I don't think there's any doubt. Yeah. Um, you know, when you say all time, there's a lot of really good players that have played that position. Um, does he have an argument, and can you can you justify it with anyone? There's no doubt about that. Uh, you look at what he's done with the pieces around him. I get it's a system, but if you look at the players that he has compared to some of these other quarterbacks and some of the players that they've played with, you know, Randy Moss is probably the best receiver that he's ever played with, and Randy's going to be one of the best ever to play the game. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's a lot of other receivers that you know, from a physical standpoint, can just do freakishly you know good things, and he's never really had one of those guys. Right. Okay, so now you're the quarterback on either team. Um, who would you rather have on your team at, at running back, for example? Would you rather have Devontae Freeman or would you rather have LeGarrette Blunt behind you in the backfield? Uh, I think it's hard to, to go against uh, Freeman right now just by the way he's played through this playoff run and, and really over the course of the year. He, he, the thing with him compared to LeGarrette Blunt is, is he he's not one-dimensional. LeGarrette is going right. to run and pound the ball at right. you. When Freeman lines up in the slot, he can catch the ball as good as any receiver that the Falcons have. He can be in the backfield, he can pass protect, he can you know, he can run the football in the run game. He just brings an added dimension to the table. Right, and I think, I forget who, who, what game that was, but having him in the backfield and then running out to catch the dump-off pass, I think caught, I guess it was the NFC Championship. You know, the Seahawks the game, Seahawks. they scored a touchdown throw on the ball to him. Yeah, I, I thought it kind of caught them off guard a little bit. Yeah, I, I drew it up. I stole it from him. I'm going to run that this season when we play. <laughs> All right, so as a wide receiver corp, now you got Jones, Sanu, Hardy versus Hogan, Amendola, Edelman. It's not even a question. I mean, the Falcons are so superior to those guys. Now, what the Patriots do a great job of with their guys is they put them in position based on game plan and based on scheme. Right. But if you take player for player, the Falcons win every time. Now, you just mentioned it. Who has the better offensive scheme? Now, you were or still are an offensive coordinator for Don Bosco? Mm-hmm. So who would you rather go with offensive scheme-wise? I, you look at the Falcons and what they've done. They've been the, the best team on offense in the NFC all season. Um, so it's hard to bet against those guys You know, from an offense perspective. Right. Now, how, how would you attack the Fal- – we'll take the Falcons' defense first. How would you attack the Falcons' defense? Uh, to be honest, I, I can't give a true – answer to that question because I don't know a lot about them. I know that they they weren't great early on, but I know that they've been playing really well as of late. Uh, I would think that, you know, for the Patriots, they've got to get the ball out of Tom Brady's hands fast because the D-line for the Falcons have been playing really well Mm -hmm. uh, in the last two or three games. Um, So get it out of his hands quick. 
you know, don't let those guys kind of pin areas back and get running and be able to run the football as any team in the playoffs. If you can run the ball, you, uh, you'll have a chance to, to do some stuff. Now, you've played with them. Now, if you're Matt Ryan, how do you attack the Patriots defense? Again, same thing. You know, you got to get the run game going. If you can run the football against the Patriots, it makes it hard because they've got to bring an extra guy down in the box. Right. And then with, with the Falcons' pass game, you get single coverage on the outside, whether it's Julio or Mo. You know, it's going to be a problem for the for the Patriots. And I know that the Rutgers guys are, are covering the guys on the edges for the Falcons, but that's a tough matchup for any corner in the NFL. Agreed. Now, do you have a predict? Do you want to go out and venture a prediction, or even a score, or no? Uh, if I were a betting man, I would be taking the Falcons, but I'm not. So I'm rooting for for the Rutgers guys to yeah. do well and. And, you know, if, if Mo gets one, I, I'd be really happy for him. Now, Rutgers just finished up with the top 45 recruiting class. Were you able to review any of the new recruits at all or no? A little bit. I actually went down to a to an event last night on campus. Um, they invited me down and myself and, and two other players that I played with while we were there to um, kind of mingle with the coaches and some donors. And they talked about the recruiting class and Pat Hobbs, he, he was there. So, you know, for what their season was on the field to, to – finish the class the way that they did yeah. I don't think you can get any better than that right now I, I one of the recruits the top recruits played for St. Peter's Prep this is a fan question for Brock, from Broccoli Rob D on Twitter did you get to play against him at St. Peter's Prep and if so what did you think about him uh, we played St. Peter's this year uh, he, he was hurt so he didn't play um, until late in the game uh, he had a I think I think it was an ankle sprain so he was out um, there the kid who started for him was a sophomore he was doing a good job and he ended up breaking his arm so Jonathan Lewis came in in the fourth quarter and he led the team down the field and he ran for about a 35 yard touchdown run he's a big sucker I mean he's he looks the part there's no doubt about that you know just watching him throw you know I think it's going to take him a little bit of time to get used to the speed of the game and be consistent with his mechanics but he he is big and he looks the part now I got a question from at signed me up uh, do you think switching from the pro style offense to the spread offense hurts or helps recruiting Probably helps recruiting because that's the trend in, in all football now, the spread system. Um, and I had a chance to talk to Coach Kittle um, when he was up recruiting a couple of our guys in in, uh, in January, and then again last night at, at the event that I was at. And now I think you'll it'll be spread, but I, I think there's there's going to be a little more uh, fullback tight end personnel in there, which you know, I think is good because you look at teams like Clemson and Alabama, they, they've become spread teams, but they use a fullback, they use a tight end, uh, and they have spread you know, tendencies within the system, and I think that's kind of where you want to be, and I think that's you know what we might see a little bit more of this year. Now, the, the fullback and the tight end has been a lost art in the NFL. I, I hope uh, more teams can capitalize on those positions. They're, they're hard positions to find, and you know when you have those guys, they're, they're difference makers. Okay, so my final question is, where are you going to be watching the game on Super Bowl Sunday? Uh, we are having a little get-together at, at my place, so we'll, we'll have some, some people over and uh, you know, hang out and watch it with some Rutgers guys and then cheer on some other Rutgers guys you know, <laughs> trying to win a Super Bowl. It's pretty cool. Very cool, very cool. All right, Mike, uh, thanks for offering your unique perspective on, on a bunch of different things. I appreciate you taking the time out. No problem. Thanks for having me.